Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Flux campaign. Uh, we are Victory by Default. We are performing D&D in 5th edition. Um, just starting with a little bit of a general uh, notation. I think tonight we're going to play things a little bit differently. Uh, we're not actually going to... I'm not going to talk about what happened last episode. We'll talk about that in a couple episodes. Um, we're going to kind of pull this away. Uh, I, my plan is to make this episode about our players, our player characters, and let them have fun and kind of let's think of it like a team building activity uh, for for a D&D characters. I think that'd be a fun way to put it. Um, so I think with that, what I want is all the players that are online right now, I want everybody to kind of go into their mind's eye, like think through your character, like just imagine that you are the character in the world and I want you to answer and describe everything you do as if you're in that character. And I think we're going to play, we're going to try to play a little bit more with that tonight. I think it'll be fun. Um, so tonight for roll call, what I want is I want you to say your, your name, your character name, and then describe what your character looks like. When you think of your character, describe what they look like. And yes, I know I'm putting everybody on the spot and that's, there's a reason for that. I just want to get everybody to a little improv going. I think it'll be fun. Um, so let's go ahead and kick it off with uh, Sarah. A question. Yeah. <laughs> who am I? <laughs> like, who do you like? Well, go to your default. Default. Okay. Yeah. Because remember. I know. All right. So default. So Isabel would be the main personality, and she's pretty. She's she's pretty she's from royalty so she's got nice flowing blonde hair and bright sparkly blue eyes pale skin she's average height if you care um i think that's a general description she has no like features that would make her stand out outside of maybe having blonde hair and blue eyes um what else do you want described in this? No, that's fine. That's good. Just like a general description of it. General. And, she, and she's human? Yes. So she's human. So Isabel has blue eyes. But when personalities take over, Axel has red. Kyle has green. Flick has hazel. And yeah. So okay. the... Weirdest quality of her is yes, when the multiple personalities come out, her eye color does change. Okay. So there uh, you go. Cool. All right. And then we'll kick it over to Jackie. You have to finish my homework. It, finish your homework? What, yeah, Sarah's you description? Just gave me homework. No, I'm, I'd like to write everybody down, but I don't have time for note taking right now. But. Uh. All right, I'm Jackie. I play Silva, a gnome ranger, and she's accompanied by her beast companion, white tiger, Snowflake. Uh, Snowflake's a white tiger. I don't need to probably go into that further. That's fine. Um, Silva, as a gnome, is as petite as can get as a gnome, I guess. I uh, have short white hair, but able to be pulled back to stay out of her eyes. Turquoise colored eyes. And I guess get up is just this roughly put together leather ranger 
I guess what you expect a greenish brownish kind of outfit. Um, her bow was real again, like roughly put together. Although since acquiring a new bow in her absence from the adventures, um, but that's what she had previous. Anything else you want? No, I think that's fine. All right. It's mostly just a description of your character, just so that we, because I think it's been a long time yeah. since anybody's described their characters. Um, all right, Tony. Uh, I am Tony, and I play Puck. Uh, his favored persona is just a standard human looking man, about five, uh, nine, brown hair, strong jaw, um, brown eyes, and just handsome looking, uh, wearing a chain shirt, some leathers. Uh, I think he would prefer the color uh, green and a little bit of gold on him. Uh, his true form technically would be uh, he would have uh, white eyes, really pale skin, and uh, flat white hair. Um, and otherwise, he I shift into whatever is entertaining or necessary at the moment. Yeah, I think most change like it's kind of pale gray or whatever. So, as a matter of fact, I think for this entire campaign, most of the time, uh, like when he's relaxing around Flux, he's in that human form. Uh, and in the beginning, he was in the human form. So, but he'll change to whatever's necessary. Okay. And he's got a shield and a, a vampire-looking sword now and has an air of uh, some darkness growing around him because of his shadow magic as a sorcerer. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to Charlie. All right. So... Bardus, the cuddle master, he is a barbarian and, as intros have gone, a goliath. So he holds many of the attributes of a goliath, clocking in at a nice height of uh, medium size still, but seven foot seven, and 325 pounds of lots of muscle with lots of beer fat mixed in there too. I mean, <laughs> he drinks his 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 own weight. Uh, probably one of the more um, the oldest in terms of his races, like aging progression. He clocks in right now. He's 54 years old. So in Goliath terms, he is definitely over the hill. And even though an elf, that would basically be infant still, effectively. Um, for his race, though, yeah, he's uh, he's been around. He's seen some things and um, his joints do click. Uh, when he moves so indicative of pretty much any goliath uh, he has no hair super bald he has bright blue eyes uh, pretty much looks like the mountainous icy snowy regions that he comes from his bony gray skin uh, modeled with some dark patches around and due to his love affair with uh, bears and his affiliation with them during his path of the totems he has now started to sprout some little patches of uh, a little brown and uh, black bear fur and taking on a little bit of those uh, 
bear jowl features that um, come with the territory. So he's uh, looks a little weird when you give him like the good, good hard look. But nonetheless, um, for the most part, pretty much um, an older gentleman, Goliath. All right. Sounds good. Uh, and then we have finally uh, Steve. Yes, hello. I am Steve, and I play Theus, the half-dark elf of the group who is the rogue. He's clocking in at about 5'10", 160 pounds, with a bit of a dark, dusky uh, skin complexion from his half-elf, dark-elf lineage, with green eyes and dark hair. Um, he's got a bit of a sharp eyes... His hair has grown pretty long. He lets it kind of flow. And he prefers wearing very loose hanging robes over his jerkin and armor. Um, it's easier to hide things in. And yeah, I mean, he's he is very much dressed to be a to try and be a charmer. And some people he charms, some people he doesn't. All right. Sounds good. So yeah, that's um that's our cast and ready to play tonight. So we are missing a Norin, but we'll get him back in the fold at some point in a later time. Um, and he's our, our big old elf. Uh, so we're going to start, I know, so technically last time we left off, people were divided. Um, some people had just come back from a church. Uh, and then other people have not been around for a little while. But we're going we're gonna to throw that away for tonight. Uh, basically, your character at some point now um is standing in blackness i know i'm very particular to just throwing people in blackness and starting from the beginning um but you're basically all standing in a circle all there's five of you right now One, two three five yeah um so the five of you are standing around in a circle which you don't remember actually getting into that circle you're just all now standing in a circle staring at each other um yeah i'll let you guys talk about that oh no not the darkness again Kumbaya, my love. Oh, There's no fire for Kumbaya. It's not, not appropriate right now. Well, I mean, you know, we kind of just jumped through fire, and now we're in darkness, so Kumbaya. Is Snowflake there? No, no Snowflake. No. I would be looking for Snowflake. Sure. No, I'm leaving Snowflake out of this for now. Um, I'm. Uh, Bardis will stare at Silva. Pretty oh. obviously. This. This is normal. I remember you. You remember me? I haven't gone anywhere. I've been here. So, like... Everyone's like, here? Even uh, Lukar? Like, behind us the whole time or something? Because... Whoa. Whoa, and you too! Turning to Isabel. <laughs> I've been I here I didn't hear what Sarah said. Oh, okay. oh she's talking about. Oh. <laughs> all right. So as you're all kind of standing here, oh, just kind of like there? what is Loka there? No, no, no. Lokar. Um, just the five of you I'm guys. Not an or, not an um, yeah, no Nora, no Lokar. Um, so as you guys are standing there, um, you you hear a faint cackle that sounds like it's getting closer, but it's it's hard to tell like where the source of it is. Um, but you hear a ha 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 good good Ayun will be happy that I have at least found five of you for today try and move so I'm not like 
precisely in the circle. Um, that's fine. You can. Are you moving forward or backward? Forward. Forward. Okay. Um, and 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 that's fine. Um, it, like as soon as you do, you feel almost like a breeze passed past you, and it's oh, this one, this one is challenging my uh my placement. I see. Uh, ah, that is. I I I, I see. We already have a rebel of the group. Who's talking? Show yourself. Oh, how rude of me. I call you here and then don't actually introduce myself. Oh, I even would not be happy. Um, yes, hold on one moment. And then you see kind of in the center of the circle, um, floating midair, so about eyesight. It's The best way to describe it is if you think of like a gnome, but think of it smaller and kind of, it looks like almost laying on its back, but it's just kind of floating there. Um, he has kind of like, it's like a greenish little cap on, um, and like a little greenish tunic. Um, but he's got like this smirk on his face and he just looks kind of like devious in a way. Garden So yeah, I was about to say, are we talking like a garden gnome dressed as Link? Kind like of. Tingle? I guess kind of like that. Yeah, like, I, I was say balloons. I guess like, a little bit like yeah. Tingle. <laughs> I guess that's, yeah, where did this come from? That's interesting. This is weird subconscious like, efforts, who, I guess. You are a middle-aged uh -huh. man living in your mother's basement wearing clothes that are two sizes too small. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, these clothes actually fit, so it's not really Tingle. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> and he's not, like, he doesn't have like a big beer belly. He actually looks rather like thin. Um, so, and, like, he looks really lanky. Like, he just kind of looks like he's squirrely and lanky. Um, and he's just, ah, yes, I am Trixie. I was sent here to help be a guide of sorts. A guide to... Ooh, this is a big, strong Goliath we have here, don't we? And he kind of floats over by you and kind of taps you on the nose and just... Oh, don't you worry. I am your guide, and I will show you all. I want to try to grab him. All right. He's on you. Uh, go ahead and roll for um, grab. <laughs> Is that strength? Uh, yeah, it's my athletics versus his um, either acrobatics or athletics. Okay. I rolled shitty. 12 for me. Okay. Um, yeah, no, you, you go to grab him. And he is super slinky, super slyly. He kind of backs up and goes, you are a lively one. This is fun. Oh, I cannot wait. Come here, you. I'll get you. So as you, as like you, I'm assuming you kind of try to lunge a little bit like you're moving. Um, he goes, nah, not yet. And he disappears. But now um, as you're standing in the circle and you've kind of like, you, you know, everybody's kind of looking around trying to see if they can see him. Um. Yeah, we'll do this. We'll do um puck. You feel you you're kind of looking at the ground. Like suddenly you feel compelled to look at the ground. Okay. And it's black, right? So all you're seeing is blackness, but you suddenly feel this urge, you're like I I feel unsettled by this blackness. So what so if puck were to imagine what the ground looks like, what would he think? Like what's the first thing that comes to mind? Stone stone like a stone path or just like you're standing on a mountain stone like uh stone streets okay and pretty much so like a cobblestone path 
Yeah, kind All of right, stone, so, kind of like castle floor kind of stone. Yeah. Okay. So as you're staring down and you see the black and you think, oh man, I wish I was standing on stone. Like you just had that thought. And all of a sudden, materializing underneath, starting at the center of the circle where you're staring, and all underneath you, and then it starts to spread, you see this stone path. And it actually starts making like what looks like streets. Hmm. Um, now, as Do soon as... Do we see it? Huh? Do we see it? Or yeah, everybody sees it. Oh. But like, it's starting in the middle of Puck's vision. But as soon as he starts to see it, it starts to spread. Everybody else can kind of see it. Um, now... Bardis, you you are looking for Trixie, and you're looking in the distance, and kind of in your peripheral vision, you see these stone steps. But from Bardis's point of view, if he were to see anything, you know, near the group, and like something on this stone surface, what would he see? Like, describe what kind of the backdrop of the area would be. Um, I. Well, he's looking for Trixie. Right, but you feel like so you're it's wallpaper of Trixie. Yeah, but you're <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe I'm everywhere. It's a state of man. Kind of the idea. Like the um, first thing, no one think of anything. <laughs> I just was thinking of a marshmallow man. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you like yeah, you're looking for Trixie, but you're trying like your brain can't process like trying to see him against the black backdrop right and so your brain is like well if i'm looking for him i need to compare the background to what i'm looking for like but what Ooh. does he imagine the background would look like is he looking at buildings is he looking at mountain ranges is he looking at hills like what would he be looking at he's looking at frosty mountains frosty snow-covered mountain range with trees that don't have leaves okay Frosty snow mountains. Hide in that, you green tunic bitch. Um, okay. So then, um, perfect. So then Trixie kind of comes back, but he comes like he comes a little bit away from the group, and he goes, "Ah, it is a. Uh, it seems this world is coming together. This is uh, interesting. Um." This is this is very interesting. And then he kind of flies around and kind of looks at everybody. And he kind of settles on Isabel. And he kind of looks Isabel right in the eyes and goes, Ha ha ha. Oh, there's more in your soul than you're letting out, isn't there? You want to dance? Oh, oh, miss, I always want to dance. And he boops you on the nose. <laughs> I'll boop him back. <laughs> Roll for boop. <laughs> Boop. What would classify boop under? Uh, you can do a dex check. <laughs> I, think, just, I think booping is a dex. Did you just name this episode? Roll for boop. Roll for boop. <laughs> done. We're done. This episode. Roll, Roll for boops. <laughs> so what'd you get? Hold on. D&D Beyond was being slow. Oh. Ooh, I got a 14. Does that boop him? Yeah, you boop him. So you boop him back and he goes, ooh, you're a mighty quick one. And then as he kind of flutters up, um, you're looking up, like, you're, so you're kind of looking up at him. Like, he kind of disappears, but in kind of an upward direction. 
and you notice that up in the sky it's still black. Um, but it's weird because yeah, you have stones like stone cobblestone streets. You have frosty mountains, and you look up at the sky, but it's it's black, like, and it's it's disheartening. Um, what do you imagine the sky to look like? I know it's a tough question. Well, I'm going one or two ways. Like if you're looking into subconscious and we're standing in these dark circles, I could see her picturing like the top of a big top would be disheartening for her as opposed to like a dark sky. Okay. So no, that's, that's right. if, 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 if that's Isabel's first reaction, that's what I want. Yeah. Um, so it would be so the... the sky now. It is a, it is a, it is a very disheartening, combination of red and white that is basically just patterned and it's centered where you were looking like up overhead of you guys so it looks like you're right now in a big top tent but there's mountains in the distance and you're on stone steps huh huh freaky it's just like the truman show <laughs> um all right so now uh, let's see here. We've still got. Oh yeah, we still got Sylvan Theus. Um, so now Trixie kind of comes back and looks up at the sky and goes, "Oh wow, yeah, that's more disheartening than I expected it to be, even for me. You are, you are, you're, you're, ooh, you're I like you." And he kind of gets a little choked up by your, uh, by your imagination. <laughs> um. All right, and then so he kind of he kind of brushes by and kind of goes past Silva, and he kind of looks her in the eye and goes, "Oh, you're missing your companionship. Oh, that's sad. Oh, I feel really bad for you." He's fine. He's fine. Oh, I didn't just mean your tiger, but Jeez, yeah, we can cover that later. <laughs> um, and then so he kind of like he kind of flutters by and he looks like he starts to get a little sad and then he kind of just disappears. Um but you notice that in this world like you kind of you kind of shed a slight tear, right? Mm -hmm. And you, and you kind of realize that the only th like you can you can only hear like your own thoughts and you realize that you want a distraction. Mm -hmm. So you're like no, there has to be some sort of a sound here. Like this void is disturbing. And you feel compelled to imagine that there's some sort of noise in the background. And what do you think that would be? I guess a farm. I don't know how to. Um, so farm animals. Okay, so like anim, like um, like barnyard type barnyard, animals and stuff like that. I okay, mean, I guess just background moos and oinks and baas. Oh my. Okay. Um. So yeah. As soon as so then, um, at some point, all of a sudden, you start to hear. But oddly enough, you also start to see that now in the distance you can make out there are cows, there are pigs, there's chickens. Like it just in looks like now, huh? In Bardus's mountains? No, they're just like so. Bardus's mountains are kind of a backdrop. Yeah. So like you guys are seeing like this cobblestone oh, street okay. that is like it looks like a city should be here, but it looks like all the buildings are gone. Um, but then you can see that there are animals now that are just kind of around. And they're making sounds like you can hear them mooing. You can hear the pigs and there's like sheep dogs that are herding sheep. And like, there's just all these different farm things going on in the background. 
Um, so, so you're saying like there's an all-encompassing cobblestone street that we can see, and then in the distance on the horizon, we saw, see mountain ranges, and then we look yep. up, and it's a circus big top tent for a sky. Yep. And then we can see what well, we can hear, and then we can distantly see shapes that look like barnyard animals and whatnot. Yep, exactly. Okay. So, um, and then as you, so you're looking around. So, Theus, you are confused. And you are uh, looking around. This. And then Trixie kind of pops up right in front of you. And, like, oh. you don't even really have a chance to react, right? Like, he just, boom, right in front of your eyes. Like, you are staring off, looking at all this, and all of a sudden, there's a pair of eyes looking right at you. And then he is looking deep into your soul. And he's like, you struggle so hard in your everyday life. I do not know how you can exist in this way. Uh, Theus won't say anything, but his the usual jovial mask he wears will just completely drop. So is he, like, terrified by this, or...? He gets a bit of a terrified look on his face. Okay. Yeah, because, like, he... Like, he does, like, no one has ever looked at him and been said that to him. So he just kind of goes, and he kind of gets a little bit closer, like just just enough where you can tell that he he kind of moved forward and got a little bit more into your into your bubble. And I'm like, just I'm just imagining those Ren and Stimpy cartoons where they do the close up as their <laughs> eyes get closer and closer before and touching. You're seeing every pore on his face. <laughs> oh my god! And and he just kind of he just kind of goes, yes, yes, you'll be fun to break, and then he disappears, just poof. But then what? your mind is compelled, like. You're, you suddenly realize that it's like, okay, oh, there's, you know, there's this big top, there's these mountain ranges, there's farm animals, and I can hear them, but you realize that your skin, like, you don't feel anything. Like, normally there's at least a breeze or a degree of heat, something. You're like, this is weird. There's no weather here. So describe what, like, the weather in this area would be. Or, like, the temperature and, like, you know, humidity, things like that. Well, based on what he said, I would say it'd probably be a very cold winter wind. Based on what? Based on Theus's current emotional state. Okay, okay, yep, that's fine. Um, so like a cold, breezy winter wind. So, yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking like able to see your breath in the wind type of cold. Okay. And then suddenly, everybody in the group feels very cold. Ooh, this feels great. I start searching my bag. <laughs> Are you going to pull out your Santa suit? Yes. All right. I would like you to make a wisdom saving throw. I have no wisdom. Is that what I want? Yeah, I think that's fine. I rolled a 10, so that's a 11. Sorry, Mr. Sight. What are we doing? So he's rolling for a, a wisdom saving throw. So you yeah. go into your bag to reach for this coat, yes. and it is it is not there. Mm -hmm. Must have left it back in flux. All right. Um, so yeah, it is very cold, very windy. You see that there are like there are some animals, there are everything else. Um, what do you guys want to do? 
find shelter, I guess. Strangle the life out of this stupid fairy. Where'd he go, by the way? And so, um, kind of as you say, where did he go? He kind of appears and goes, oh, wow, you guys have some wicked imaginations. I don't know why you'd want to sit here in cold weather staring at mountains in a creepy tent. Oh, you guys are, you guys are interesting people. And he kind of points at the ground and a fire gets lit. And you can feel that your body temperatures are actually kind of coming up a bit. That's like home for me. So, what's with the sky? Oh, I, it's not me. That's, uh, that's your friend Isabel's over here is doing. I look at... Alright, what eye color? You're going to look her in the eyes, and you're going to see silver. Oh. Uh, as long as it's not red, I'm okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm just gesturing with my finger up towards the sky. Um, to me, this is the most weird part. Um, why does he say this is you? She stares him dead in the eyes and goes, send in the clowns. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> that that makes perfect sense. Uh, wait, one second. I look around, and then, like, there are no, like, clowns forming, like, from the cows and sheep and stuff, right? Uh, no, not currently. That sounds like a very dangerous DM thing to say. <laughs> Something yeah. like this. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But you know what? Not a bad idea. Actually, yeah. a better idea. Uh, Tony, roll perception. Oh. oh no. That's, right, that's usually the other bad thing that a DM says. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Tony. Second only. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't roll well. Okay, yeah. I rolled eight. Okay, good. You don't see any clowns. See any? <laughs> good. I'm just going to hit all the DM tropes tonight. All the things that nobody wants to hear the DM say. Yep, no clowns. None that you can see. Roll for stabilize. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I still... So is um, Trixie still visible in any manner? Um, Yeah, he's kind of just floating above the fire. I'm going to try to reach and grab him. Okay. Uh, Yeah, roll for grab. Track mind. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to not want him over a fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I can't let Did that go. Ever um, yeah, I could let you hit the trope, buddy. You're, you're going um, to tumble and hit the fire and take four points of damage. Down to the papa. I just rolled the d4 and I happened to hit four. <laughs> good. Did we, I figured that probably did, doesn't do we, much damage. Total sidetrack. Do we fully heal from all of the other random stuff that we did, or does it really? I will say that probably by the time we do anything back in flux, we'll do a full a full rest anyhow. I assume. Okay. So yes, I would say if anybody is short on anything, just do a full rest. Mm-hmm. We'll consider that for this. 
I don't think it's going to matter terribly, but yeah, that's fine. I just like last session took like half my hit points. So it's okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll consider this a full rest situation. So Silva would have been watching. Bardis left the circle, right? Well, Bardis kind of tried to grab at Trixie, who's in the center of the circle. How, okay. But he How slipped and fell the into the fire. Are we like... I uh, um, move my uh, hand and I, I cast Prestigitation to snuff out fire that's on Bardis. Okay. I'll take it. Just <laughs> nobody saw that except everybody's looking at me right now. I rolled an eight on Perception before and I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I think as a perception, pick that one up. Um, so what were you saying, Silva? How close are we to each other? So I would say you're within like, a, it's like a smaller campfire and you're all kind of around it. You're only probably a few feet away from each other, but in a circle. So it's a pretty tight circle. So you're pretty close together. I'd say within 10 feet of each other. Does the fire make me feel warm enough? Yes. The fire, even though it's small, okay. seems to warm you more. Like, it makes you to a comfortable temperature. And nothing happened to Bardis. Like, what happened to Puck when he left the circle? Not that anything dangerous. No, nothing happened. Trixie reacted. So, Silva will sit down. If I'm warm, I'm sitting down. Okay. So, Silva sits down. But, like, I guess huddled, like, holding her knees. So, it, well, okay, I will say that as soon as you go to sit down... You actually sit into kind of a, a, it's not a, it's a chair. Okay. I wouldn't say that it's terribly comfortable, but it's comfortable enough that you feel comforted. Like I would almost say it's like kind of like a director's chair style chair. It's like a, like a folding chair, but it's comfortable. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. I'll take it. But it's just, yeah, it's just suddenly, and anybody else that was in the circle, like Silva just kind of motioned like she was sitting down. And then all of a sudden it was just like she was sitting in a chair. You have no idea where that came from. What was the chair a minute ago? Is that what I tripped over? <laughs> Trixie kind of looks at you and goes, no, you tripped over your own two fat feet, you old fart. Oh, I am not afraid to rage. <laughs> Did, why don't all of you have a seat? We're going to be here a little while. Can I reach for my journal? Do I have my journal on me? Uh, roll a wisdom check. Or sorry, wisdom saving throw. Hey, Boris. Does your map show a way out of here or no? I would check it, except that if I did, I would set it on fire. Your, Can you get journal, out of the fire? Your journal is not where you think it should be. Do I find it? Oh, it's just not there. It's not there. Okay, I will like keep, you search around a little bit, yeah. but it's you can't I'm find keep it. Looking, but I, but I don't find. It. Yeah. I will roll out of the fire at this point. <laughs> oh no! I figured you were out of the fire. I just assumed you fell into it and stood up. Okay. I, I, I guess I should assume otherwise. Bardis is sitting there trying to s'more. I'm so pissed at myself that I'm just going to let myself burn for three rounds. You know, like I can't believe that just happened. I just uh, so. So he was full health. He was full health, and now I got to roll D4 for the last two minutes that he was laying in the fire. Apparently, <laughs> I'll stand up. Um, uh, apparently, I will check to see if I have any maps on me. Which I'm assuming. Uh, make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, yeah, I don't have any maps or wisdom. Well, you have that one magic map. Yeah. No, I don't. Oh my god, I rolled a 15 plus zero. Okay. Um, you reach into where you keep your little handy dandy universal map and you pull it out. Yes! 
take that baseline wisdom. Seeing that, Silva's going to be like, and then keep looking for my journal. <laughs> okay. Like noticing he found what he was looking for. You're not going to find it. Okay. Um, at least not now. Yeah. Um, but you look at your little crayon map and whatever, and there's nothing on the map. Hmm. I shake it, turn it around, roll it, it up. Usually it shows like buildings and stuff, right? Like it usually shows like terrain. Yeah. So uh... like, sorry. Yeah, I'll let the DM that made it <laughs> figure that out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, usually, uh, it's usually childish, crude crayon drawings with very minor notes and arrows and drawings. So, like in the swamp one, it was basically just like crude water, then like crude trees, and then a picture of an alligator, picture of a frog, and then arrows and notes on it. So, I mean, in this instance, if it's something that's basically nothing, um, it could it could be blank. It could have a giant question mark. It could just be reflecting what we're seeing. Uh, okay. To the current DMs. So I will say thank you. What I will say is you you pull it out and at first it's blank, right? There's nothing on it. Um, everybody else in the circle, as soon as he pulls it out, Trixie kind of look like a like a sly little head nod up and kind of looks over, and then kind of smiles. And now Bardis on the scroll or on the piece of paper. What you see is it says, let's play a game. Okay. And then underneath that, it says, truth or dare. Uh, Can Bardis read? (laughs) 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 I was just saying that. The fact that that question had to be asked is the reason we're doing this episode. Uh, uh, no, Bardis can't read. What? <laughs> he stare. I'm just. He's gonna stare at it like with intense eyes and continually rotate it, which is uncharacteristic of him. Usually, he understands a map and what's on it, but he looks completely clueless right now. It, well, when you turn it, the text itself doesn't move. Oh, it stays like it stays over. wherever, like the <laughs> position it was in. It is perfectly level to your eye line, and whenever you turn the map, it just stays just like that. This map doesn't have auto rotates. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Google Maps! <laughs> uh, he, he's he's getting. I'm, uh, I'm looking around, like confused, but not asking for help. Having having trouble there. I don't understand what this is. This this doesn't look like anything I've ever seen on a map before. So as uh, and as you say that, Trixie's looking at you and goes, So which is it? Truth or dare? What does that even what? Uh here, I, somebody uh, look at this. Do you guys understand what this says? I'll take it since I walked up to him. I show you the map. I look at the map and I'm like, oh, it says, would you like to play a game? Truth or dare? That's that's not a map. No, it's not. It's definitely not a map. It's a question. And meanwhile, Trixie looks like 
I'm, I'm gonna say a defeated look on his face. He's just like, Ugh, Goliaths. Come on. So, so I think I think this is his doing, pointing at Trixie and going. And I go, I think he wants you to choose either truth or dare. If you say truth, he's going to ask you a question. If you say dare, he's going to dare you to do something. See, the shady one over here gets it. Mm, I am not your puppet to play with. <laughs> I'm going to rage and attempt to grab him. All right. <laughs> this is so much fun. <laughs> not going to end well for someone. Okay. Um, is he like... He's in. I mean, I'm just. He's grabbable, right? Yeah. Okay. So. I mean, he's been booped. <laughs> no, I mean, like within range or whatever. And oh yeah, I mean, you guys are not that far away, and he's in the middle of you guys. He okay. he's not like, like he's not like out of reach. No, like forty feet up or something. No, he's he's flying about eye level. Okay. Um. So, twenty-seven athletics. Okay, you managed to grab him. <laughs> Got you. And he's he just has a smile on his face and goes, are, are you going to answer the question? Mm, is the fire still lit? Yeah, fire's still lit. I want to try to hold him over the fire. Or into the fire. Not over. Into. Okay. Um... So you're like your hand is physically in the fire trying to hold him in there? Oh yeah, yeah. I just I'll stuff the whole like everything up to the forearm and fire if I have to. Okay. Uh take three points of fire damage. And Trixie just looks up at you and goes, Are we done yet? By the way, I just I rolled to remember or think of who the hell. I own is and I nat one it so. Oh, oh, that's okay. I, I didn't know what you meant in chat by who the heck is I own. <laughs> so yeah, you you have no idea. Yeah, that's characteristic, puck. That's fair. Um, Can so you know? so and as so as you do that, and he kind of goes, fine. If we're not gonna play the game, then I guess uh, I have to break the rules of the game, and that's a shame. So do you, this is your last chance. Do you want to answer? It's it's blind anger, rage. There's there's no there's there's grimacing and then there's burning. Probably myself mostly, but nonetheless burning. Okay. Um. And then so he goes. Well, this will be fun then. And then you hear behind you. Um. And I I know um, clowns. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? No. <laughs> um, Unicycle horns, honk honk, and a little cat comes out of nowhere, and like ten so, of them come coming out. It's just one. It's it's a unicycle with thirty clowns. <laughs> um, so it's just a monster. If we turn this into a horror movie, man, that's how. So, cool. Oh god, Bart swarm of clowns. Bardus at some point went against because uh, uh, you were a wrestler, right? In your in before flux. Correct. Uh, and you had an opponent, right? Like a nemesis? Um, he had he was a champion and then got old, so he started losing because you know he, he got older. 
Um, his greatest defeat was a um, he tried to re-wrestle a bear and failed. Okay, that's right. I couldn't remember those details. So from from behind you, you hear a bear growling. Stop, turn around, and look. Do you let go of Trixie? Oh, God, no. No, no, okay. no. I'm better than that. You pull him out of the fire? If if to see the bear, the motion would require me to. Um, I mean, I kind of feel like it'd be hard to turn enough around and hold him in the fire. Like that's yeah. a bit of an exorcist move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 head snapping, whipping motion takes the body with like it, and, and the other the, way, and also the arm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I figure your natural reaction would be to kind of stand up. And turn to look at this bear. Like I feel like that would that would be what Bardus would be compelled to do. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Okay, so you turn and you see this is the bear that beat you. Mm. You I'm ready for you this time. <laughs> Damn it, Tony. <laughs> oh good God. Tony just posted a picture in our chat with a, a bear fighting somebody. Is that a Street Fighter? Street Fighter. Okay. <laughs> man, Bartis looks hot in that picture. <laughs> Hell yeah, I do. Wow, man, I didn't know I could look that rock of leotard like that. <laughs> um, you, yeah, did so you get a gender swap change there for a second? <laughs> so yeah, you see this bear in the like, and he's like, I'm gonna say arguably like 50 feet away. You. I remember you. You should have killed me that day. I'm ready for you now. I'm going to charge at the bear and throw Trixie at it. <laughs> okay. Um, how far away do you get before you throw Trixie? Um, well, my movement speed's. 40, so if I move 40 and then throw Trixie since he's 50 feet away, <laughs> I don't, I, I'll get frustrated. Small. I be a fastball, right? I, I'll get, we'll say I, I run the 40 feet, and as I realize I won't reach him quick enough, I'm going to throw Trixie. <laughs> yeah, okay. 10 feet. Um, so go ahead and just make a normal attack roll for like a throw attack. I don't know if you have any bonuses to throw, I doubt it. No, because, do you? Well, um, if it's a strength, yeah, I think you add your strength now, don't you? Maybe. I was trying to think if there was an accuracy thing. Yeah, go ahead and roll for your 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 throw attack. Uh, Thirteen. Okay, so um, you you throw him, uh, and he like it's weird because as you throw him, so he's kind of turned. He makes sure that he turns in a way that he can... He's still flying at the bear, but he looks at you and he kind of winks. And then you see as he, like, melds with the bear. Like, he kind of just ends up, like, kind of disappearing, but into the bear. And you can actually see the eyes of the bear kind of change, and they kind of remind you of Trixie's eyes. Hmm... Average wisdom, low intelligence, inner rage. Nope, don't care. Bear must okay. die. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so are you charging the bear still? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it would 
technically that would be my like only actions I can do. If or if I get to go again, then yeah, I'll still charge it. Well, okay. Um, well, I mean, I, I'm giving you a. You're kind of already in the movement, so I'm guess I'm kind of giving you another action because it's now he's trying to get moving. It's kind of that law of maintaining motion, I guess. I mean, I'm going. The next thing I'd go is for the grapple. Okay. Um, so let's just make an adverse grapple check then. Sounds good to me. Where are my net 20 for the dance? <laughs> All right. So you got your net 20. Yeah. Uh, so 29 athletics. Okay. So you get a grapple on the bear. <laughs> you mine. And, uh, and what's, your, what's your next? Like, so if you got a grapple on him, what's your next action to do to him? I would shove him. Okay. Go ahead. And what's that? Another athletics? That's another athletics check, yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and roll for the shove. The shove. Shove is a, oh man, a 23. Okay. And you shove him to the ground. Okay. So he's grappled and prone. Okay. What's your next action? And he's been resisting you. Don't make, don't let this make you think that he hasn't been trying to fight back against you. You've just been overpowering him. I'm going to go, this isn't a typical thing that I usually do, but because I want to keep going in as a, as a, like a wrestle kind of thing. Um, I want to go for the, um, oh my God, what is it called? Restrain, right? Yeah. Like you want to try to like you want to try to like tap him. Hold. He wants to pin the bear. Yeah. <laughs> That's a way to put it. Yeah, uh, there's grappled restrain. Yeah, so I'm gonna go for a restrain. Okay. Um. So which uh, is basically the same thing again. Yeah, that's fine. Let's do it again. <laughs> that's all it is. Damn, my rolls are shit tonight. This is where I get good. Twenty six athletics. Okay, yeah. Um, you beat that. So y you basically restrain him, restrain him to the ground. Um, and as you have the bear restrained to the ground, Trixie floats out of the bear and goes, does that, does that make you feel better now? Um, Duck is going to walk over and change his clothes to white stripes and get a whistle, if he can, with the illusion. And I'm going to be a ref. I didn't know that where that was going. <laughs> I'm like, white stripes? If the bear is pinned, I'm going to start counting. One, two. My first thought was clown. I don't know why. <laughs> I went there too. I was like, god damn it. Black, black and white stripes. Vertical. Okay. You just said white stripes. And I'm like, wait, the band? Nope. A clown? Nope. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> So yeah, so trick. So Puck comes over and does this, um, but you see that <laughs> that Trixie, yeah, basically floats out and basically just looks you dead in the eye and goes, "Does it make you feel better to beat your nemesis? Is this what you really wanted?" I, out of character, I I want to do stuff. I want to say stuff, but I have to. He's he's he. It's his nemesis, and he's raging like crazy. He's a barbarian, so like. Rational thought is is gone bye bye for right now, so it's it's growls and grimaces and like okay. that, like super. No, that's like, fine. If if that's his reaction, that's that's great. No, I'm uh, sorry. 
yeah, it's 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 a super red glaring eyes. Like he he's he's gonna glare at um, Trixie, probably seeing the idea that he knows that this isn't Bardis knows this isn't real, but his rage is just preventing him from giving a rat's ass because right. he's just fucking owning this bear. Sure. And so, so as you're like, you're, you're like pissed, like not only are you pissed about this bear and you're pissed about how Trixie's treating you and Trixie floats up and looks at everybody else and goes, is anybody else concerned about this guy's rage and his reaction to this bear? Puck is looking at Trixie with the whistle in his mouth. I mean, uh, no, no, that's, that's just kind of him. And he kind of just, okay. Um, well, I'll leave him to his bear, I guess. And then he floats over. Um, Silva looks saddened, but doesn't say anything. Okay. And not like crying or anything, but just like. Does the bear look like it's in pain? Uh, no, it just looks like it's it's getting pissed too. I mean, it looks like this is just a struggle for rage. Guy mm. just guy just want to start choking it out, real or not. <laughs> I mean, I, I now imagine that you guys are at kind of an equal odds. You kind of keep, like, you're keeping him down, but you're literally, that's taking you everything you have to keep him down. That's fine. Yeah. Um. So he kind of floats over. So I guess I'm assuming then if, if Bardis was in the first position, I'm going to imagine that to the left was Theus because he showed him the map. Um. So Trixie kind of, kind of meanders, floats over to Theus and goes, well, if he doesn't want to play, maybe you'll play. Uh, truth or dare? Wait, what? Me? Yeah, you. You're next. We we got to do something here, guys. Just Puck's looking at the bear growling on the ground. With I don't know what's with this place. Dare. All right. Um, and so he kind of goes, ah, I knew you'd want to have some fun. And he disappears. Wait, and, no. and suddenly from where you can't tell, a child walks up and looks up at you like he is in rags, dirty rags. And looks up at you and says, "Can can I have a, a coin, please, for, so I can eat tonight?" Uh, what does the child look like besides being in rags? Um, it's like a—I'll say for this—it's a human child. I will reach into my robes to pull out a few copper pieces for him. Okay. Um, and so as soon as you hand him the copper pieces, he um, he he wanders away. Two children walk up and do the same thing. And they look very similar. Like, I mean, they have distinguishing features. It's not the same child, but they're very, like, they're dressed similarly. They're dirty. They look like they're poor children. I hold out a silver piece and tell them to split it. They take it. Four children come to you. Puck walks up to Theus and just starts giving him some of his money, too. (laughs) (laughs) 
I guess, I guess that works. I will hand the four children each a few right. copper pieces. So now, obviously, you see a pattern. Yeah. Every time you give money, more children show up. Um, so like you're, you're getting to a point where you're you're you it's harder and harder for you to get like now you're running out of money all right here's a short sword wait what <laughs> no <laughs> no although although didn't you didn't you have a magic staff that created food oh i do wait, wait, wait i'm not sure if i have wait I'm not. I don't have magic pockets. I think that'd be in your bag. In my bag. Let me check my bag. So as you're discussing this, right, the kids start going. We don't want food. We want your money. And they start like, they basically are picking through your pockets, and they're they're taking all of your stuff. Um, just theus. Nobody else. Just theus. Okay. Uh, I mean, like... But I want to know Theos' reaction. Uh... You're thinking too much. <laughs> I guess a bit of bewilderment before lashing out. And he's not trying to harm them, but he's definitely going to try and grab some of them. Okay. Um, And they literally, like... They, they, but there's just too many of them. Like, you guys are noticing, it's like a sea of kids. And, like, they are just literally going through and grabbing whatever they can. Money, jewelry, gems. Like, whatever you have in your pocket that's worth any money, they are taking it. They're, yeah, not, re they're, not, they're, not, re they're not reaching for the bone handle, are they? Oh, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Keep, keep I am not even answering that question because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole ever at all. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to. I'm going to go to revert the fact that you even asked that question. <laughs> no, that is. They're not going that far. They're not going that far. Is imaginary land that is not even on your person right now. We're just going to say that. <laughs> that um, is a that is a no access space. Very good. Yeah, very good. Exactly. That is. Through the magic of editing, we will now continue the episode from here. <laughs> oh no, I'm leaving that in. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> just to be clear and frank, we're not touching that. Not with yeah. No. <laughs> so yeah, and literally all these kids, and so that like as soon as you are cleaned out of anything worth any money, then they leave. The hell is that? Where'd they go? And... Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Nothing. No, I was. I don't know. I just know that Theus was working really hard for all that. So I'm kind of disappointed too. I don't know. And so Trixie appears right in front of you and goes, "How did it feel?" I will now. It's my turn to do a bardis thing, and I'm gonna reflex try to grab him. Okay, go ahead. Uh, that is you wanted a dex check. Yeah. Uh, that is a twenty. Um. All right. Yeah, you grab him. 
All right, I grab him, and I'm going to just have my, I guess my hands around as whatever close to as a neck as I can get, and I'll just be like, the hell was that? Where did they go? Where did they take my things? They took them to wherever they wanted. They are their things now. This is a fun game, isn't it? Do I still have my weapons on me? Uh, give me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, there is a... 17. Yeah, um, your weapons are on you. Alright, I pull out my needle of mending, which is literally a needle, and it turns into a dagger. Mm-hmm. And I will hold it up to him... As I am a, like I'm about to slit his belly open, I'll be like, tell me where it is, who are those children, and what is this place? And he, he looks you dead in the eye and goes, have you not realized at all yet? You are creating these things. This is a figment of your imagination. Well then, my imagination would like to see your belly slit. You can try. All right. I'll try. Are you rolling an attack? I'll, I'll roll an attack. Attack my own psyche. Yay! Uh, that is a 18. All right. Uh, you slash at him, and it it like doesn't actually appear to do any damage, and he just... I'll remember that. Oh. Very well, then. I'm not letting you go. You don't have to. And he turns. And I'm going to say that next to um, next to Theus, what is Silva? Okay. And he looks at Silva and says, it's your turn. Truth or dare? What are the conditions? No conditions, just truth or dare. Play this with my siblings and dare. What? She doesn't answer for you. <laughs> oh, Trixie doesn't react. To that? No, Trixie doesn't react. Okay. Truth. Um. Oh, I wrote something down and I don't know what it was. Uh. Um, and he kind of looks at you and goes, um, was Katham your reason for living? No regrets. <clears throat> <laughs> Damn you, Charlie. <laughs> I mean, no, because she gets, like, an angry undertone. No, because I'm still here. Like, kind of bratty. Like that. Like teenage angsty. Yeah. Like you just asked me a question yeah. I don't want to answer, no. so I'm not gonna answer. Yeah. And he just kinda he keeps looking at you and goes, oh, we can wait until you're honest. <laughs> I mean, I already know you have a tiger that is your other thing you're living for, but 
If it wasn't for Kathan, would you still be here? I have to be here. For what? I can't get out of here. Out of this world or out of anything? Anything. Why not? I can't find it. Can't find what? <laughs> How to get out. You're circling back. Story of my life. Hmm. Anybody want to comment on that? And he kind of looks at the whole group. Well, anybody not involved in a bear. <laughs> I heard nothing. <laughs> I, I asked who's Kathan. <laughs> Since the person that didn't know how to res him. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never got his name. Really? I don't think so, no. Oh, that's fair. So yeah, Puck looks and goes, who's Katham? How does uh, Silver react to that? We buried him. Mm, oh. Bug guy. That's bug what guy. he's known as, bug you bug guy. guy. Damn, no. it's cold. <laughs> no, I... Who's yeah. not a bug? Well, he was not a bug. He died by bugs. Hmm. Losing one of your friends seems to be very hard and difficult, I understand. Not much about the guy. One of? What? what I, would you I say you say one of, and I just comment one of. One of the hardest things? <laughs> one of my friends. Well, one of anybody's friends is very hard to deal with. But obviously you were closer to him than the others. He wasn't one of my friends. Oh. Well, you have friends here, don't you? I didn't at the time. Hmm. Interesting. He's at peace, you know. Thank you. He accepted his fate. You seemed like a nice guy. <laughs> He's doing well. In the astral plane. Somewhere. Is he getting plenty of diplomacy? <laughs> I think he's done with diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Catham's owner. Um, and then, uh, so, Thais, you suddenly lose grips on, on Trixie. Oh, wait, wait, get back here, damn it. Like it's just that he disappears and like you you lose physical tangibility of him. Uh... And then um Puck, he suddenly appears in front of you. Um Hi. Hi, your turn. Um do we ever get to ask you truth or dare? You can ask. Doesn't mean I'm going to answer. It's not my turn. When is your turn? Mm, after the one with the silver eyes over there. Alright. Um, out of game, I'm going to flip a coin. Because mm. I gave all my coins to the children's is and I'm gone. <laughs> So wait, so you, you're you're basically looking for a coin? Yeah. 
You want to leave it up to fate, do you? And he, so suddenly a coin materializes out of air and lands in your hand. Oh, okay. Uh, I flip the coin. Uh, Hads be truth. Tails, dare. So, dare? Dare. Okay. I have a feeling that was a bad choice. I go to pick up the coin. <laughs> um, dare. Um, so he he looks <laughs> at you, and he goes, "Hmm, I have an idea." And you feel that your skin, right, like how you normally transform yourself, mm-hmm. it's doing it for you. Um. I try and resist that if I can, but I've never had to before. Um, I would say it's it's it, it, that yeah, you can't resist it. It feels like it's coming from within your own mind that you want to do this. Mm-hmm. Theus. Yeah, you are you are dead shut looking at where um, uh, Trixie was or is. Yeah. I'm assuming you're not taking your eyes off him. You're pissed. Yeah. As you're staring, you see Puck turn into the image of your father. I'm looking at my hands. Hmm. I recognize this. Eyes wide, heavy breathing. (sighs) Trying to keep in mind that I just saw Puck turn into him. And trying yep. to disassociate him from actually being the man. Um, give me a wisdom saving throw. <clears throat> Ooh, this that was weird. actually high. Uh, that ails a twenty-one. So All right, you're yeah. there. You resist. You resist the urge to basically lash out at your friend. Yeah, but I'm I'm like white knuckling the the hilt of my dagger. Um, you okay, Thais? Just peachy. Hmm. All right, this is a uh, weird dare. I'm just looking at my hands. Uh, I think I have a mirror in my pocket. I look at Trixie and like, stop it. Stop it now. It's not over with yet. I'm going through my pockets looking for a mirror. Um, you, a, a mirror materializes in front of you. So you can see you look like a, a dark elf. Um, do you, Did you know Theus' dad? Or do you know what he looks like? No, no. I The only dark elves I've seen, for the most part, are those throughout Sharn and uh, the ones that we had visited in the shadow realm of the Raven Queen. Okay, so, so you... Yeah. you Theus' dad left for cigarettes long before Theus made Puck. I just didn't know. Um, <laughs> so so you noticed that you've turned into a dark elf um, and you've also noticed that Theus looks pissed, but at you now, not necessarily at um, mm. like it's you can tell that a lot of the judgment moved to you away from Trixie. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I can see that this is making Theus a bit upset, so I'm going to try and shift to something else, like back to okay. human form. What are you going to have to shift to? The human form? Yeah, my normal human it, form. It, as soon as you try to shift, you just turn gray. You turn back into your natural form. Mm. Mm. And this... No, no, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, the God, that's like me being naked right now. <laughs> uh, and everybody else notices that he now looks like, I would call it a common changeling look. Theus, Theus would remove his robe and try to throw it over Puck because he knows Are Puck you doesn't. Really naked? <laughs> no, like like the this the the not wearing a it makes him feel naked. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. uh, if I can't exposed, shift, yeah. yes, <laughs> uh, changelings are not very socially acceptable. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I would, if that's how I'm going to shift, I'm going to cast disguise self to my human self. Um, give me a wisdom save. Okay. I'm going to roll it in the chat. Okay. During this, uh, Theus is still going to remove his robe to try and toss it over Puck. Okay. Not very well. Eleven. Um, yeah, you you try to call up the skill that you know would do that ability, and it doesn't work. It just fizzles. Yeah, uh, Puck is it actually cost you a lot or anything like that. It's just it just fizzles. It's like you don't have the ability right now. Yeah, uh, Puck is actually shaking a little bit uh, in his hands. Theus will drape his robe over Puck and make sure that it's covering the top of his head. So who's yelling, stop it, Trixie. Trixie just kind of looks at this and then turns to you and then goes, what? I'm just here to help you all. Help? Yes. Can't you see? We're breaking down barriers. We're getting to know each other here. This is so much fun. And then he disappears. Foaming at the mouth with a bear in the corner. <laughs> and pop right next to <laughs> right next to Isabel. Well, Isabel. And Oh, looks, now you want to play. And looks at you and goes, "You, you're different." But I'm curious, truth or dare? Hmm. We'll do truth. Oh. Well, that's boring. All right. Who are your parents? Royalty. And did they abandon you? Same tragic story as any princess. Sent away to a tower. Are you still Silver-Eyed? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Has anybody seen these eyes before on you? No, I've never met these people before in my life. Interesting.
Yeah, this is no fun. And oh, you want to show my deep dark secret, don't you? Nope. Hold on. So, well, so what you notice is that as you're standing there, um, I, however you want to play this out, you can. All of your personalities are now gathered in a circle. You're going to make me work for this, aren't you? <laughs> you got to work for something here. All right. But, I mean, you can just pick one that you want to be the vision of, if you want to do it that way. Is this like Lego, where you change character and the whole circle comes up? No. This is, this is physically like, as you guys, like, through your hands, okay. through whatever you're doing, you see Trixie, you see Isabel, in quotes. And then all of a sudden, you see five people standing there. Around her? Like, they're just in, like, a huddled circle. Like, they're all looking at each other. I'll stay with the silver eyes. Okay. Nice play. But I will say that the other four are dead face. Like, they don't actually look like they're doing anything. Okay. So yeah, there's basically I guess I guess I would assume five copies of Isabel. Um just kind of around, but each has well it'd be hard for you guys to see, but they each have different eyes. So how's it feel to look at yourself in a mirror to say? Refreshing. See, if I had to venture a guess, and he kind of goes over their heads. And he kind of bounds over to the blue-eyed one and goes, this one looks to be the natural order. The other ones seem to be a little bit more extreme. Yeah, you always have to have balance with chaos. Hmm. I don't know if I see much balance here. Well, these days... I just want everybody to know, and he kind of like yells loud enough so that everybody can hear. Um, there are five of them over here. Right now, Puck is just looking at his hand in the cloak and just apologizing to Theos for upsetting him. No? Okay. Oh, I can see that things have gotten tragic. And so um, your, your, I wanted to say facades, but I guess personalities all mesh back together. Um, are you staying silver-eyed though? Yeah. Okay. Um, and he kind of, and so uh, Trixie kind of floats over the fire, and says, "Wow, you guys are more mentally broken than I could have imagined. I mean, I've seen people that have deep, dark secrets, but wow, you guys are so easy to trigger. It's almost no fun." All right. I suppose I should ask, do you want truth or dare? Out of me. Um. Hmm. Oh, and Bardus the bear disappears. <laughs> you kind of just hit the ground. I forgot you hit the bear. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just <laughs> forgot that over there. It just like disappears. Yeah, I had to do a visual like representation of what was going on, and I was like, "Oh yeah, shit! I forgot Bardus was with the bear." <laughs> so the bear over here, not so much no more. Um, 
I wouldn't just guess that Rage will fall off now. So, um, I mean, if you, if the bear's gone, if you think you're meant, you'd mentally flush out. That's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's coming down from the high. And that, me, that me the... sorry. No, I, I'm sorry. You go ahead. But and it, I'm. I'm I don't know when you time, but effectively just meanders back to the group and that like exhausted, like sweat induced. So I will say that yeah. I will say that the timing of you walking back to the group is the time that at some point you do get to see that there are five copies of Isabel in like her little corner. And then as you kind of get back to the circle, they pop together and that's when Trixie floats to the center. What, what, who's next to me? Um, I guess I would assume that by the time you walk back, you're between Isabel and um, all over there by Isabel. Oh, okay. Then, like, yeah, like Isabel. Like, what was that? Everybody. They're like. Like everybody in you? Yes. Huh. Huh. Okay. I don't know what to make of that. All right, so it's on table. Truth or dare. But I guess I assume you guys want the truth. So how about if I just let you guys ask a question? I am a servant of Ayun. I should know something. Should we ask him how to get out of here? Should we ask him where here is? Or who Ayun is? Why is I believe he's already dropped the answer to where we are. Why is interested uh, in this? I will tell you all basic information. So... Ayun is a god. Ayun is the god of knowledge. I have all sorts of knowledge about all of you. That is how I know so much about you, but that is also why I need... I need. We know that you need to come together. We need you to be cohesive. You cannot save an entire universe if you're going to work as an individualized group of people with problems that don't sort out with each other. How do you expect to work together if you've never worked together, per se? And so your response to that is to just throw all of our insecurities and fears in our face? Is that not the best way to know somebody, is to know their weakest points? I don't know your enemy. Is that All, not, all is we've that got from this is that we know that Bardus hates bears, probably that particular bear that I lost all my belongings to random children and that you forced my friend Puck to look like someone I really, really do not like. That's and all you know? She's got five personalities. I think we already had an idea that she had more than one person in her head. No, hmm. I, mean, I was just, just pointing it out. What was... Uh... What about uh, what about the new girl? 
pointing a Silva. New? What he said. What about me? Was your insecurity? It was uh, Katham. The, the guy that was around for a short bit. What about him? Apparently, you liked him? I think it was less about him and more about more about her reason to be here. Mm. Here isn't here particularly, or here isn't flux, or I don't know right now. Puck is looking back at his hands. Can you shift back yet to anything? Yeah, you can shift back to your human form. You feel <laughs> the you feel the compelation to do it. All right, I get feel a little better now. All right, so, but, uh, yeah, all I could say is sorry about Katham, but, yeah, it's, there's not much really gained, I'd say, except for, apparently, Bardis hates bears. <laughs> That's what you got. <laughs> That's all we're taking away from this session. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like Bardis said much. He just charged and tackled the bear. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, yeah, the, the question, though, like, um, what you guys wanted to ask in particular, I was I was thinking, like, why, why, uh, well, he already answered that, why he's interested in us. Apparently, he wants us to know each other, or the... Well, if we're such a band of misfits, why throw us together to save the world? Well, that wasn't my doing per se. That was a uh, that that thing that lives on that planet's doing. Uh, I believe the name is Narak. Yes, but if you're all knowing, you should know. Oh, I know that she's the one that gathered you all together. But you should know her reasoning. Well, I mean, knowledge is one thing, but people's motivations are a whole nother. I mean, I know what your secrets are and what drives you nuts, but I don't know your actual motivation for those things. I had to pull that out myself by showing you things that I know you don't like. But how would you know motivation if you just showed Bardis a bear? Yeah, it's his Achilles heel. It looks like, so you know how to make him mad. Yeah. Cool. That's what I wanted to do, but it was, but see, now you have something to talk about. I'm. Uh, I'm well, still like a bit confused on the circus tent thing, and oh, yes, trust me, yeah, you're not so, alone. Yeah, so because you throw all these things in our face, you think we now want to turn around and talk about it with each other? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe not. I'll open the doors for communication. If you communicate, great. If you don't, well then maybe this was a lost cause. But I say so we... You... 
No, go ahead. So you want us to share our deepest, darkest fears with each other and a powwow. I mean, there's a fire here. This is Kumbaya. You know what? You know what this this needs? This whole this whole game it needs an exciting conclusion. And and I think that there I think I have just the idea. And um, you actually see that he kind of I guess kind of fades, but it fades in a different way. He doesn't just like disappear. It's kind of like he fades into the ground. And then you feel the ground begin to shake ever so slightly. And you notice that it, it starts to get harder and harder. And then about, mm, we'll say 100 feet in every direction, suddenly the world just seems to fall. Um, around us? Yeah, around you. So you're, you're basically in the center of a about 200 by 200 foot um, platform. Mm -hmm. Like square. And the mountains are still there, and the circus tents above us. So and... You can see that the mountains are kind of still in the background. Um, and But, like, it, you can definitely see that, like, just beyond, like, like you can't really make out what's where the... You see the ground is gone, but it's it's just gone. Um, and then the... Um, but, the yeah, the circuit's tent is still there. The mountains are still there. The ground is still there. Um, you no longer hear the sounds of the of the pigs and the mm -hmm. of the farm animals mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, the temperature's still fine. The fire's gone. Um, but what you see is the stones then start to move, and they the clouds are gone. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they begin to form into um, a triangle in the center of this platform, and at each of the points of the triangle is a circle. And then within that circle suddenly appears in one uh, in the I'm going to say from a, if we imagine the triangle where the point is at like the 12 o'clock on a clock um, at that point, a sword on in like a like a stand appears. Uh, and then if we go clockwise to the point on the right, um, an another stand appears and a shield is on it. And then another uh, next to the clockwise, um, an uh, like a like a podium comes out and there's a book placed upon it and you are still all in the center. So each of these objects is a good, like 40 feet in their given directions away from you. Um, and you hear a bellowing voice that's that surrounds you say, now let's play a real game. And that's where we'll end this episode. Hmm. Hmm. Confused so much. That's fine. That's kind of the point. Oh, is this where we start our Legend of Zelda adventure? Kind of. <laughs> or Kingdom Hearts. Or. That'd be kind of fun. I call not the book because I can't read it clearly. <laughs> <laughs> biggest thing to come out of this episode bars could read <laughs> no <laughs> artists can't read and he really doesn't like bears yeah and i know all that... we're taking away from this episode yeah that's about it um i know this episode ran kind of long 
Um, if we're going to do kind of a discussion, maybe we'll save it for the next episode um, for afterwards. Um, but yeah, so thanks for hanging in there. Um, we'll go ahead and do another session here of covering that. So everybody else will get that next week. Fun cliffhanger. We're going to go experience it right now after a bathroom break, but that's how we roll. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out to a fan that I talked to today on Facebook. Um, uh, Bradley Lane. Um, right? Huh? Brady? Now I gotta go look it up. I'm well, sorry. Yeah. Sure oh, is it Brady? I I'm sorry. I gotta I didn't look at your name a lot. I just looked at your messages. Nurture the name. <laughs> Professionals here. How will they still be a fan? Um that's the first fan we've had communication with other than my friend Mike. Please don't uh, unsubscribe. We love you. Yeah. Uh go ahead and throw out the socials, by the way, Steve, while I go look this up real quick. It was Brady. It was Brady. Did I say Brady? You said Bradley. Oh, I meant Brady. Brady Lane. There we go. Found it. And Brady Lane, in case you're wondering, you and all the other good folks can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Infinities and Gaming and Twitter at Infinities EG. Hit us up. All right. But yeah, so Brady, sorry. I didn't mean to butcher your name. Brady Lane. Do we have to like give a merch or something now? Like as an apology? I would love to make merch. I don't know if that's ever going to be a thing. We'd have to figure out how that works. I mean, yeah, obviously. We Congratulations on your garden happen. gnome. The garden gnome. What did Sarah say? We can make that happen. I just okay. did a whole line of merch for the store. There we go. Figure something out, maybe. We'll see. If there's more demand for it, we'll figure it out. You got to go to the socials and hit us up and ask you for You got to let us we'll know that. if you want it. Yeah. Hit us up, hit subscribe, and like all of our stuff. And if you email, uh, and if you message us, I will give you a personally drawn stick figure with my signature on it. Ooh. There you go. Yeah, no other promises, uh, Brady. I mean, you, you can't use this podcast as like evidence in a court of law or anything like that. I hope maybe. <laughs> I hope we or something like. We don't know that 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 no. terminology. Um. <laughs> All right, so with that, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and sign off here, and we'll see you all next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Ask me.